Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, we're going to talk about the iPad Mini, we're going to have some language arts app, and we're going to take a peek into the brain. Hi, my name is Guy Trenin, and this is iPads in the Classrooms from TechEdge. And I want to start talking about the iPad mini. It just came out last week and a lot of people are asking about it, so I thought I'd give it a look. I didn't buy one, I'm just giving it a look and also look at the, the specifications as we compare it to the other devices because right now, very uncharacteristically, Apple has actually four different versions of the iPads out there. We still have iPad 2s, 3s, the 4 is coming out, and the iPad mini has just joined the ranks. So the question is, which one should you get? We at the university bought iPad 1s a while back when they were the only ones available, and then we bought iPads 2, which we're very happy with. So iPads 2 are really good products that right now you can get for a fairly good price. The iPad mini is basically an iPad 2 for most intents and purposes with a few small changes, but it has much less screen, screen real estate. Now, for personal use, that is not a huge problem. If you want to carry it around as a mobile device, that may be actually an advantage. It's much more like other devices that are also around that size, like the Kindle. But the flip side of this is if you're working in the classroom, especially with younger students, having that real estate, having that ability to write, for example, with your finger on that whole space can be extremely helpful in those finer screens may cause a little bit of a difficulty. The other piece of this is that the price differential is not big enough to justify going smaller. So if this was a lot cheaper around the cost of the Kindle Fire and some of the other ones around $200, I would say go buy it. It's the greatest option out there. But at starting $330 right now as I, as I speak, that is very close to the cost of both iPad 2 and 3 and iPad 4 new about twice the speed, much better cameras, and a fabulous display is only $150 or $170 more. So you've got to think about, is that worth it? The iPad 4 is really the next generation thing, and the price differential is not that large. So that's definitely worth exploring with all of that. If you have, as one of my uh, technology a friend said just recently, if you have only $330, the iPad mini is a great option, something that you could use in the classroom and you could use for your own personal use. So that's my 10 cents about iPad mini. Now let's get to the apps I wanted to talk today about. And the first one is a series of apps. I'm going to show one or two. Um, they're the Collins Big Cat apps and they're all about reading. And I'll show you the first one. And this is the bike ride. And you can see the art is very, very nice to look at. And you actually have three options here. And one of them is original. So you have the classic options that we have with a lot of the books that are available as apps. And that is the read to me app. The read to me option is. Illustrated by Leigh Honor Roberts and read by me. So, I'm getting on my bike. So what you can see here is they're reading to us 
at the same time the letters, their words get highlighted so students can follow with the text, the art is lovely and you can make some things move around. So there's that as well. And you can listen, you can record your own voice reading the story, or you can get a hint about what to touch. So the hint tells you what to touch in the picture to make it go. Not the most important piece of this. But, so that's one option. The second option is of course to read by yourself and you go through the pages and again you can record or not record but you can read through, read page by page, these are simple readable texts and lovely lovely um, animation as well but here is the one thing that makes this series of applications a little bit different you have a mode called Story Creator and in Story Creator you can actually, based on the scenes in the book, you can organize them in any way you want and create your own story. And not just the words but actually the scenes. So you can take this scene and you can put some of the characters and this might be a great place to work on characters and I'll have a second character there and I'll, you can rotate it you can move it around and you can make it bigger. So you can play around with the variables that were all as part of the story and a few others as well and then you can add the text. So you can actually add the text in anywhere you want on the page and you can see you can just add general text and you can also add text bubbles and thought bubbles so this takes that story into the next level so in all of the stories we've looked at that were good you could read by yourself you could have the uh, app read for you and you could record yourself in many of them but this one adds that next level and that is create your own story and just so you know there's a whole series of them I'll show you just one word more this one is called the garden and again you can see it's a new story and you have the same options read to me read by myself and story creator and let's go to the read to me and you can see that the style here is different, so they have different artists creating this. Pitch Chronic, illustrated by Melanie Sharp, and read by me, Keith Gregson. I like that personal touch. The tent. So, you can go through and you can see that this is this is a much lower level text and what I like about the help function in this one is that it is incredibly simple. It has the basic things you need to know, very very simply stated, very very clearly, always, uh, very very clearly marked and always there available for you to to go through. The second app or the second group of apps I want to talk about is our new apps about vocabulary and this is comes this has come from dictionary.com 
And I love dictionary.com. I, I talked about their app and their website multiple times. I use it all the time. But this is called Wear Dynamo. And Wear Dynamo is a way to focus on vocabulary with yourself or with your students. And uh, the first thing that it does is it asks you what grade you are. Elementary school, for example, for many of the uh, kids we work with. And Here's a word, and what it does is it establishes a score of the words you know. So it allows you through a series of questions, multiple choice questions, to gauge where you are, very much like an assessment, although I would not accept this in, as an assessment until I, I see some statistics about it, but I still think it's fun to use. But more than that, the thing that I like the most about this one is that you as a teacher or even as a student can create lists. And you can also share them with others. You don't have to keep them. And the way, the way Dynamo works is it creates multiple choice questions around those words. Now you need to have a minimum of five words to be able to do that. And the thing maybe I love most is the fact that when you enter a word, it actually gives you an option for the definition. So you don't have to come up with a definition on your own. So to make a new list, you just go on the side, on the, your dashboard, click your lists, and you just say, make a new list. And let's give this list a title of some sort. Let's say in the park. And now you add a word. Let's try tree. We have trees in the park. And a plant. So that was it. And you can add, and you see there's a minimum of five words. So you add these, and that will cr automatically create a quiz to see how you can identify those. It also creates a study list. So this is called Word Dynamo. It's, in, it's from dictionary.com. And I'm very excited. It does cost $3.99, but I think it's worth it. And um, I'm excited to see people use it in classrooms. And the last thing I wanted to do today um, as a way to do something different that we don't usually do is actually look at an app that's called 3D, 3D Brain. And in 3D Brain, you do exactly what it says, and that is you go into uh, the brain and you're able to identify the different parts of the brain and really learn a little bit about them. And this is supported by the Dana Foundation. And the Dana Foundation, in the last few years, has really focused on brain research. And in a way, having this available to students is maybe fostering the next generation of brain researchers. So you can look through the whole brain. And you can rotate it. You can see inside and outside the different hemisphere. You can turn it around. So that's a 3D view. But you can also look at specific regions. So you can switch around. And when you get to a specific area, you can see the label. So these are all the pieces that are around it that you can see there. And you can get also a lot more information 
So you get an overview, you get some case studies and functions that are associated with it. There's a lot of information in this app about the brain, but because it is divided in this way, it's not overwhelming. So kids can look at the brain, be impressed by how complicated it is, but also uh, get a sense of brain architecture, what different parts do. So if they are curious about the brain, this is a fantastic place to start and get a lot of it. So today we talked about the iPad mini, we talked about some apps for uh, word learning and reading, and finally we took a peek into the brain and I had fun. I hope to see you next time on iPads in the Classroom from TechEdge.